Hey, kind folks. Uh, welcome back to another beautiful episode of the People Talking Podcast. Doing things a little differently this time around. I got a special, beautiful, lovely, energetic, <laughs> original, unique guest in the building. She goes by the name of Katie. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> Al and Al was her middle name. That's that was she... so sweet. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Were you not expecting me to be sweet? No, that was like so thoughtful. Like, can you write that on a card? It was really because... off the top. Really? It's off the top of the dome. Look at you being a genuine friend. Shout out to you. I mean, I said all the same words, like just with the synonyms. Okay, you don't got to knock it down. <laughs> I was enjoying it. <laughs> it was No, I mean, I meant, I meant every word of it. Um, I've known Katie for how long now? Since um... 2007? Yeah, that's when I went into Willie P. Yeah. Willie P is uh, Wayne Patterson up in Wayne, New Jersey, by the way. Damn. So what? I'm over 10 years. That's a long friendship, man. For real. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Why do we not think about it until right now? <laughs> I know because, well, we didn't graduate, obviously, until some years after that, but it just feels weird that it was... 10 years ago. Yeah. That ten, was like in college. Ten long years ago. I'm old. I was twenty. Now I'm thirty. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's a full blown decade. Oh right. So drink some wine. Like we always drink every time. Like it's you know not me and you, but just any any time I record, I'm drinking. Really? <laughs> um, you guys are classy, living your best life. I mean, we're normally drinking beer. Just like the first time drinking wine. So you're you're the classy one. Oh, I'm Sophista Ratchet. So you good? Mm. You good? As I spill it out my lip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm gonna play a little 21, 20 something questions. This is intense already. I feel it. <laughs> I got some fun ones. I got some, you know, uh, no naughty ones. I'm, you know, I don't. Oh, that's good. I don't want to know about that part of your life yet. <laughs> <laughs> what? What kind of life do you think I lead? I mean, you be surprising me every now and then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If that wasn't telling, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Uh, Jump into a few things. I got, like I said, I got some fun ones. I got some more serious ones. I got some chill ones, you know. But I'll, I'll jump into the phone and just loosen you up a little bit, you know, since you're okay. so tense. As soon as the mic came on, well, I'm so, <laughs> so you saw that blue light. To, like move because I don't want to hit anything, and I'm just I don't know what to do with my hands. It's just uh-huh. Katie, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started, man. So, um. <laughs> Some of these are, pr- are kind of dark too, <laughs> so Indeed. it's just the way my mind thinks. But I'll jump in because I'm a rambler and we talk. I mean, as you know, just people talking podcasts. Okay. Um, first question: Would you rather be deaf or blind? Ah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Ooh. Um. You have to choose ooh, one. I probably deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um. I mean, I obviously enjoy both of those senses, but I think that I would miss seeing the world and everything that's in it. And additionally, I could still communicate by sign language, so I still have that communication factor versus not being able to see anything Yeah, and seeing the people in front of me or just anything. Okay. I mean, I understand it. It's a good answer, you know. Um I always think I always think blind because I I just it's music I just need right. music. But I guess I mean music and you can still hear people and things like that and I don't know I feel like I've seen enough. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, okay. I've seen all the titties and asses I needed to. I've seen all the 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 war and drugs that I needed to. And I don't know. I think I think my memory will serve me well. 
I think I still okay. I think I'll still dream and I can see that shit. You know. Yeah. Damn, do blind people dream? Can they see in their dream? <laughs> I mean, we got to ask somebody that's blind, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good first question. I'm just. Saying. I mean, that was like, uh, I'm like so stressed thinking about that right now. <laughs> but blind, though. I mean, uh, you you choose uh you yeah. choose deaf. Yeah, I mean, if you're no going question. from like right now too, like have, mm-hmm. if you're saying that, if you're looking at right things now from your in your memory, life before thirty. Well, yeah, I would just sing songs in my head. Uh-huh. I mean, okay. I wouldn't hear anything new per se, but I mean. Have you heard the music lately? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the radio lately? <laughs> Do you like that shit they play? Uh, all right. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Chipotle or Moe's? Chipotle. Why? Okay, so- What is so fascinating about Chipotle? I'm Moe's guy, so- You already know I love just Mexican, Spanish food, food, Latino food, just all of that anyways. But if I could take something from each, I would get Chipotle like their bowls, but I would take all the salsa from Moe's mm. because their salsa is bomb.com and I'm here for it. The salsa and Moe's is better than the one in Chipotle? Yes. Okay. By far. What makes it so great? Well, there's more options and it's just delicious. I mean, the one from Chipotle is good, mm-hmm. but I just like that there's more variety at Moe's because I like to switch it up sometimes. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. It's clear and concise. But you've really like, been Chipotle. You've been Chipotle heavy for a long time. I mean, I literally, if you take me to really any place that serves tacos, I'm probably going to enjoy it. Yeah. It's well, hard to pick even between those two because I just enjoy tacos and burritos. Mm, you and, like Mexican food. Yes. So <laughs> it's, it's hard. If you were like between that and different type of fast food, I probably would go with that. And, um, yeah, but you're not Mexican. And I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm what just is that? I know good food. You know, Tisha got me. Tisha would know. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, she, she's, she's good. You know, she's not Mexican at all either. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> she I wonder if Mexican people like their food. Like, what do they eat? What do they love? <laughs> I mean, that's you a never think about it. Like, well, I mean that you can say that about any culture. Though. Yeah, I would think about that with Chinese food. Like, you know, do, do they really love their food? Like, do they probably get like special menu, like off the menu? Like, yo, this is for y'all. This is the American Chinese food. I'm sure it's like American Mexican food. It's like, yeah, we don't even do that over here. I don't know. Why don't you like take a survey and I mean, ask I'm gonna everybody? Go to, I'm gonna go to Mexico some someday in life. You know, you should and not get stabbed. But oh, <laughs> um. What what is your ethnicity, if you don't mind me asking, for the world? Okay, so I'll tell you what it was before my ancestry test. You took it? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Okay, so yeah, what was it before? <laughs> it's Italian and black. <laughs> it was. It, is it still Italian and black? It is still Italian and black, okay. but I'm very European. So I'm not just from Italy. Like there's Portuguese, Spain, Spanish. Um, oh. there's Norwegian in there. Um. I'm definitely English for sure, but I'm not ever going to say all of that because I just feel like that's no. way too much. I'm just always going to say Italian and black. I'm more European than I am black, but it's only by like a couple percents. What's the percent? It was like like 50, like the low 50s to like 40 something. I can't remember the exact percentage, but it really wasn't a big difference. Does it all equal up to 100? Mine, like I your, the Like all the makeup? Like I think mine to... did because okay. there's like trace origins too that were in mine, but I didn't even really look at them because it was such a small percentage. Right. But 
I'm very European and I'm very African, if that just helps. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. But Italian for sure, though. Yes, but I was actually surprised by the Portuguese and Spain Spanish. So Do they break up like Sicilian and all that stuff? or Not the one that I took. I think if you paid more money, you might be able to go a little bit farther in your roots. But for mine, I just kind of had regions. In okay. some areas, like Italy, that came out by itself. And you did the one on Ancestry? No, I think I did else. Family Tree DNA. It was something off of Groupon. <laughs> i love listen, groupon i love groupon listen you take that groupon uh dna test and then you take the real one you're like what? i'm not even i know i'm you about to be imagine. uncle ruckus in a minute like but i'm pretty sure that makes sense though because the english i know for a fact is true because my mom's maiden name is not italian it uh-huh. is english so i already knew for a fact that was there right okay makes sense appreciate that insight no problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> rape or murder? <laughs> Monty, like, you trying to have me in my whole conscious at night. Oh, my God. Seriously? I don't like any of those options. You had to choose one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just murder me. Just murder me out. Because Well, it doesn't have to necessarily be you. Just like, oh, you're just. I don't want any ge- of that to happen to anybody. In general, we want you know the nicest person in the world. Do you want them raped or do you want them murdered? Just murder. Murder. Just, yes, because okay. I can imagine how terrible it is, obviously, to not have a life anymore, Monty. Yeah. Yes. But then also to live with to live with rape. rape. Like oh. you're oh. never going to forget that. And <sighs> you're living with it's the hard part. Yes, I really coping with I that. I fully believe that. It's like death. People say death gotta be easy. Life is hard. It's hard. It's hard for people like living on Earth, thinking about that person that died. Right. So damn. All right. Look at you having a whole situation with your own questions. Maybe no, you shouldn't I, ask that. No, I just it's just like <laughs> I knew. I knew when I wrote these minimal questions, it would bring up more content. What so. kind of icebreakers are these, Monty? <laughs> <laughs> the best kind. Gosh. All right. Let me just get to something more light. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I'm just waiting for you to say, "Oh, you ready for purge moment during this interview?" <laughs> what's the biggest lie you've told uh i don't know think deep we've all lied i know but i mean i don't really don't tell me you don't lie <laughs> i'm not saying that i don't lie but i don't think i would lie about something like um i mean well i kept something from someone but then i told them so i don't know if that's like a lie Be- no because i told them so well you lied at first um, well, uh, so, I sorry, you, you, admit, I you, admit, you admitted. I, I didn't talk about it. You admitted at first. Right. I didn't then, talk about it at all. And then and, you discussed it. Yes, and then I discussed it. So I didn't really like lie. I just You just didn't. took your time with it. Right. All so right. that was probably the worst thing I ever did. So, But general lie. A lie that you never came back from. <laughs> like you never cleared I it up. No, I really, that one I would really have to think about because I feel like, let me think. I mean, it happens to the best of us, you know. No, I'm not saying that I, I've never been right in that situation, especially when you're trying to avoid hurting people. Like, I don't know if I can say, like, something offhand because I really would have to think about that. But things that I have have said in terms of lying was probably to not hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. I mean, so, that's, that's, those, are, those are probably most scenarios is to, right. not to hurt the other person's feelings or, you know, not to, like, ruin their perception of you. Right. But not, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, 
Because I am also honest with people, but sometimes you have to see if they're prepared to hear that kind of truth Mm -hmm. too. So it's like, I feel like I kind of protect people, but I still want them to eventually know the truth because I just don't think I can hold that in for very long. I don't think I'm good at holding in things. Okay. So I feel like even if I did lie, it eventually is going to come out because my conscious is going to get the best of me. Yeah. And I get trust. But you know... I've I've uh I've thought about that recently too. Like, at whose burden is the truth? At at, some, at that point, right? Because when you say it's like eating you up, it's like really just to serve you to tell the truth. It's not to really serve that person. Yeah. Like I think, like I mean, as not to say that this this uh, relates to me, but I know most a lot of guys cheat. You know, right. it happens in the in the world. Women too. Yeah. Um. But when you're cheating on that other person and like you. They don't know about it. It's in, it's, it's in the past. It's not going to hurt anything. Um, you can move forward, move forward, whatever. Everything else is going to be grand. It can eat at your conscience, but that sometimes it's something that you got to deal with. Because it's like, right. what's the point of you bringing it up if it's just going to cause uh, mayhem and it's not going to help anything? Right. And that I definitely agree with you on that because I know there's been times that I definitely haven't been completely honest about things that I know will be blown out of proportion yeah. if I say them. And it's not even and that it's serious. it's not even like I have bad intentions. I don't have anything to hurt that person. Right. But I know if I tell them the flat out truth, they're going to take it 100% the wrong way. And it's so annoying to be in a situation where you're trying to be mindful of them and not make them feel some type of way towards you because yeah. you know it's not anything and then you are honest with them because maybe you got outed and then they're like oh i don't believe you i don't believe anything you say but it's like that entire time it's not because i didn't want to tell you it's just i knew you're going to take it exactly like this and then you still don't believe me after i even reveal it so that gets frustrating that's frustrating that's really and frustrating. that like but i try really hard not to lie because i just feel like i'm so much older now and I'm just getting straight to the point is just easier because then situations like that happen and then you just wind up in a bigger hole and then there's all these questions about loyalty and like i can't believe did you even love me exactly (laughs) and it's like uh, i'm not a perfect person for sure but i want to aim to at least speak what's on my mind it makes sense because i just yeah it's, it's not always a helpful situation just bringing it up because, like you said, it could be it could be something silly, you know, some some silly mistake you made. But right. if you you could tell the between it being a silly mistake you made versus it being just a a vendetta or a vengeful vengeful right. act, you know, you know when you're hurting somebody. Right. I feel like it's just super amplified though when you're in a relationship. For sure. And that's when you're definitely treading on water because you're probably not going to try to lie to your friends because for the most part. They should know who you are. For sure. And there's really nothing that you should be hiding from. But then when you're dealing with love and emotion, things get all complicated. Mm. And it's just like, It wasn't even like that. Right. Because no one, like, some people will believe you and then other people, they won't. Because, you know, maybe they're past or maybe they just don't like the way that you do things. Because everybody thinks, you know, differently. They have their own mindset. They have their own feelings. Things of that nature. Feelings. (laughs) Stuck in my feelings. For real. What's the most humiliating thing that happened to you? What? I'm embarrassed all the time. Are you kidding me? Um, oh my gosh. So when I was younger, this is probably not the most embarrassing because literally I'm embarrassed a lot. But I was like really, really shy when I was younger. More than you are today. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. You've, you've, cra- you've, you've cracked your shell. I feel like I've you poked opened- out of my turtle shell. <laughs> but when I was younger, but I was like deathly shy back then. Super, super shy. 
Yeah. I went up to the board. I probably was in second grade. And I remember this because I have like an issue with stockings because of this. So I went. Stockings? You'll hear why. Okay. So I went up to the board to go write something on it. But I was wearing this dress and these stockings, but I had went to the bathroom beforehand and I clearly don't know how to pull my dress down. So some of my dress was like in my stocking and then some of it was <laughs> out. So it was up there and all these kids are laughing at me because obviously I don't know how to dress myself. So I was pretty humiliated at that moment because I was already so shy. I was so embarrassed. I also, here's another embarrassing moment of my childhood. I was walking into my fourth grade class and I definitely threw up in front of the door and all the kids saw it because I went to the nurse's office because I felt sick, but I threw up once I came back. Of course. And obviously, no one forgets that when you throw up right in front of a door. Right. Why can't my life just be normal? Like, I don't understand. Like, who does that? Me. <laughs> it happens, man. Gosh. I mean, I'm happy you got over it. You know? Did I? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> you were living all those feelings now. <laughs> I am. What grade was this? Well, one was in second, the other was in fourth. I'm sure I have more. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just. You have a few. Yes, I just do. But I'm, I'm reliving these moments. I'm about to not ever wear stockings. <laughs> but, you know, I don't even think I would care at this point because I'd be like. Listen, yes, you're a grown person. Like, I just want to have this conversation with my coworkers today. Like, you know, when you're younger, you just got a fragile mind. You know, you, you, you care about what people think. And we were just talking about, like, uh, dress code and basically like you you having to dress like everybody else and you having a fake shirt and people caring about it like i wouldn't give a shit today i'm like yeah, this shit feel comfortable it's good yeah <laughs> um you put it in your lap it's okay no it, it's fine <laughs> i'm um, talking about the phone guys just just to be clear sorry i'm popping <laughs> you can't put it on, on silent <laughs> that is my silent <laughs> no it's vibrant no it really it is it doesn't go any more than that oh all right because technically, if you do, you hear it now. Yeah. Do no, you? No, I don't. Hold on. It's because it's Stop. ringing, so it. I mean, my phone, I guess, moves. I don't know. Act <laughs> iPhone, like, gosh. Yeah, at least I'm Team Android, so you already know what it is. I used to be Team Android. I still kind of low key am, but I'm adjusted to the iPhone. So the only thing with the iPhone, though, is I feel like they low key like stalk you and they know everything about your locations and stuff and i know you can turn some well, of that off but it like it's a uniform phone like it's meant to be one way and yeah they're gonna they're i gonna just feel like there's not a lot of privacy as i, they're I not. Had they, probably, they probably watch you while you sleep and all that good stuff Come on, Monty. i mean there's a camera in the phone just think you never think about that like just yeah i do the actually. front camera like facing you like even if like at your computer or something actually on my laptops i put tape on my actual like camera part because yeah. I'm just and they, nervous. They, they sell that for a reason. Yeah, people can hack into it, whatever. Right. <laughs> just be very open and honest right now. Can you can you pick up your phone? You want me to pick up my phone? Yeah. Can you can you go to Instagram? Okay. It's like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Watching your DM. What's in my DM? Yeah. What are you talking about though? There's no deep questions in this. Um, I have our group chat. Okay. And then I have a whole bunch of, I have some college friends, actually, part of my peer health advocate group. Oh. We got a group chat. I Yo, got my dude. coworkers in here. Okay. Any any unsolicited? Uh, No, my <laughs> DMs are not popping like that. And also, I'm like mad old, and I just like curve everything, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. 
As I, it's not anything against anyone. I'm just like not. Nobody try to come at you like some somebody that you you vaguely know something like that and try to slide in there like Yo, oh what's yeah going on? like trying yeah. to, trying to really start something like yeah and I curved it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you curve though? Because I feel like you're very unclear and vague. <laughs> no, I mean I just you might have changed over the years, but yeah I, no I I mean I wasn't rude about it, but I'm just like I'm not really interested yeah. in any of that. So did you say that? Well, the person so tried to ask for my number, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> but it's nothing against that person. It's just like I know that I would not be doing them justice because I'm not going to probably respond to it. Like I can barely respond to begin with. So I'm gonna have a complete stranger expecting me to have these conversations with them that I'm probably not. It's nothing really against them. So to avoid all of that, it's just my my mindset. Like I yeah. just don't want to do anything like that but i like you still have to give people credit though for saying something to you like i just feel like it took some nerve right because i think that's a lot to do to muster up the courage you know depending on who that person is to say something to someone because there's always that chance you can be rejected but i feel like i don't have to be an a-hole about it either no you don't which i appreciate you're not but but sometimes i mean it's it's nice that you respond because some people don't respond at all i yeah i mean sometimes i really don't but it's some of it's just because i really don't see things because i'm not always in my messages like that to be really honest right like text is probably the better form of communication with me but social media dms like i saw a friend request from the longest times ago (laughs) that i have not responded to in like all of my social media like it's obnoxious i'll get around to it one day you've gotten much better though I'll tell you that. With texting or like? With, with everything, with social media and stuff oh, like that. I feel, well, I, feel, I feel like you've improved. Trying. You know, you're, you know you've, you're, you've entered the world. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. No, sorry. Sorry, nothing juicy No salacious here. text, no, no salacious DMs, nothing No, crazy. I mean, the only thing I had, and that was from a while ago, was just someone, I guess, trying to get my number, but Nobody I, bitter. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I start like pretend fights with my friends just okay. because yeah. that's just who I am. But gotcha. other than that, I really have the people talking podcast <laughs> um, in here. Hey, and then out. I actually was talking to someone about, um, they actually asked me an opinion because of my job oh. and something happened at their job. So they were asking me like, what do you think about this situation? And I was like, check me out being an adult. Yeah. <laughs> what and I would then do. <laughs> I have college friends that are like, oh, we should all meet up, have a reunion. Okay, but right. other than that, like, I really don't have much in here. Besides... I mean, that's a lot. Just a lot. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I have a pretty PG quite, DM. But no, it's quite it's quite social, though, you know? It's yeah, busy, I mean, busy. it's good stuff. Yeah, it's definitely very uh, productive. All right, that's cool. My, my DMs probably are... Is it you trying to talk to people, Monty? I don't, I don't really <laughs> I'm mean... Just I I may have slid in a few DMs here and there. Um, most of them have been going pretty successful though. Like I haven't really been shot down, but I was never like crazy. Like you know, like yo, sons, get together now. What's happening? What's popping? I like how you oh, look. You look good. Very aggressive. You look real good. Oh, God, <laughs> we can look good together. <laughs> See, I probably wouldn't respond to that because you're taking it too far. <laughs> yeah, just talk to me like a normal person. Listen, it's everybody has a different approach, man. Everybody responds differently. So what were your best and worst college experiences? Well, you probably know my worst college experience. Is that your worst? Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. So I'm not going to go into details with that, but that was literally the worst. Okay. 
All right. Um, did you see how serious yes. that tone got? <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole face is very Jane Eyre of you. Like, I mean, it, <laughs> it's not like it's the worst thing that could have happened, but particularly for me, that yeah. was just a bad look it, it in took every... You, it took you out of your element. Right. That that was just a lot to deal with, and I don't want to really like, go I, into I detail like, about I feel that. like reality hit for you fast after that. Oh, yeah. But, no, seriously, from <laughs> like that you were time... Like in a, like, you were like in a perfect, like nice little bubble of like, sure happiness, was. and then sad <laughs> yeah i mean it grief. taught me a, uh, a lot of lessons about life though but i mean i don't ever forget that and i definitely yeah. have changed the way i interact with people because of all that huh. but i mean my well, i'm happy we are still friends oh <laughs> yeah i mean you didn't have anything to do with that no. but um so best experience best, um i mean probably just the people that i met Come up on. there I'm, but really because i'm still cool with people from there including you well what was your what was your what like was if your... you're talking about like a particular event but if you're talking about my best memory it's it's the people for sure okay okay i mean it was do you, I, have, do you have a best time or like favorite time um let me think <coughs> oh wait <coughs> oh, oh nine. <laughs> oh gosh um <coughs> i'm trying to think about Cause I don't remember you. I don't remember your like life after we left. <laughs> like I like I came up there one time and I, I just felt so out of the loop. Yeah, I was like sitting around like, oh, who are these people? I mean, can I just? <laughs> I think that like my sophomore, like fall semester was just extra popping. Uh. Like I just feel like I was out a lot. To sophomore. My, yeah, my okay. My I think yeah, like my fall sophomore probably just like my whole sophomore year and period like i just met really cool people i was like getting my latino dances on because i was all up in patterson living my absolute best life like doing the, the absolute most i had a great time in towers like were, sophomore year was like a good year for me just like socialize you in towers sophomore year yeah i was in towers well when you're in hillside you were sophomore too weren't you? i i think i was a junior and in, in, in uh hillside Oh wait, maybe I was in Hillside because then I nope. That maybe you were, you was were my there a whole year, year after us. So I went back to Towers for a little bit because I after Madison. No, before that. After I was somewhere on campus. That's all, all right. that matters. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I thought it was Towers Hillside. You know, what? it Middleton. was Hillside. It was because my bed was against. The, yes, you're right. You're 100. You know, I ain't gonna say you 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 loved the people at that but, time. And I, I was. But the right, thing is, I was right in there. Towers a lot though that year. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because I knew people like from my classes and whatnot that were there talking to you. Please, they were the best <laughs> ever. Shout out to y'all. Y'all were cool. <laughs> Yeah. Look, they had the liquor you, you, on you, you, deck you, you, though you, you, for no apparent reason. Just granted, some of them got them out of shady basements. Yeah, I asked zero questions because clearly I was about that life. Uh. But yeah, I just that was a good year, just like a strong, solid year. Tried, me too, man. Oh wait, it was great, man. I had a good time. I mean, Obama was president. Like, right. you know, that was a good moment. It was a good time. Ephraim was never there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. It was a good time. Um, shout out to shout out to Hillside, shout out to Willie P. Yeah, pioneers all day. Hey, pioneers, it's terrible. <laughs> you know, actually, I don't know if you were there, but remember we went sledding. Yeah, that was a good memory. Yeah, that was yeah 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 that was fun. What are you listening to right now? I mean, the last thing that I recently downloaded. Well, I listened to the Drake album. Uh-huh. 
And I picked all the songs that I wanted from that. But I've actually been through a kind of Miguel throwback phase right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. Kaleidoscope Dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that that's just, I've been in a really big R&B mood lately. Just Candles. like throwback R&B. Candles in the Sun, Miguel. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, I great, love it. I've been. It's a great song. Uh, I love short things so much and simple things. Okay. And coffee. I like Arch and Point. <laughs> And those, those like first little three prequels that he came out with, like those three. Right. Like I remember the, the first time I think I heard it, I think I was going up North Jersey with you. I think I was going to Ashley's house or something. Right. And I played the, the first little three track. I think he had uh, Adorn on there. Adorn is a great song. Adorn is going to be there forever. And Girls Like You was also a great song. Arch and Point, I just like that. It just feels good. I like the, the instrumental. I like Vixen too. I mean, that's a little bit, you know, different vibe, but I like Vixen a lot. I'm very happy. I'm appreciative that he changed Candles in the Sun too from the original. The original is like very grungy, and the the one that came out was like very like, oh wow, this is really uh, very eclectic. Right. Is there a cat? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't, I don't know the words. <laughs> so I probably should have told you this beforehand, but who is your spirit animal? If you have one. A cheetah. <laughs> I imagine literally <laughs> he took that as literal as possible. It doesn't have to be an animal. <laughs> it could be a person because oh. you and me, baby, ain't nothing about mammals. I mean, I love cheetahs and they're fast and they look pretty beautiful. So I would love that to be my spirit animal. But person-wise, um, well, it's supposed, to, it's supposed to be in sync with who you are. So, a cheetah, you're fast like a cheetah? Or? <laughs> I'm actually pretty slow. Like, I'm probably, like, closer to a sloth than anything. Are you like Franklin? <laughs> uh, no. I No. <laughs> but it can be a person, though, right? Yeah. If you had to pick, like, some kind of celebrity or something like that, you know, somebody like, damn, man, that's really, like, they exude my energy. You know who I actually said was, like, my low-key spirit animal was Solange. Okay. Like, I, just, I just feel I like she's that. low key, and I feel like we would vibe very well together. I I can really I can really see that because like you'll be chill and you know about your life, and you could be earthy if you want to, right? And then you could curse somebody the fuck out, right? Exactly. <laughs> and next minute, and you'd be like, "Don't shut my hair, bitch!" And yeah, <laughs> I could I could see you being that person. Yeah, that's that works for you. I like that. Never thought about that. <laughs> More dark stuff coming up. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Can't wait. So just look like those were mixed, man. Let's throw you off your kilter. Cremated or buried. Okay, that it's dark but like not as bad as everything else that you've said. Okay. Um, buried. Okay. The reason? Um, uh, I scared of fire? No, I think I would just want some kind of physical presence of me still on earth and not just into ashes thrown into an ocean. I mean, I want, they, don't, they don't have to be thrown into an ocean. They could I, be, they could be on your on your wrist. They could be jewelry. Now they they could be earrings. It could be right. a, a I necklace. Mean, I, I guess that's cool to have somebody with you all the time. But I would still want some, even if it was just my bones. Yeah, I think it's just some kind of like physical connection to, to the, the world earth. that's not in like ash form where I can just like fade so away. By saying that though, because it's funny because I have two different uh, perceptions of what you're saying. Because by saying. You'd rather be on the earth. To me, that means you don't care if anybody visits you. Because people could easily get busy and not come see you. Right. I mean, like people you, are going to move on with their life. And even and you want people, that. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, I think that people would hopefully remember me mm-hmm. for a little bit of time. But I think it's just like, 
I just think just the, thinking about not being here is already like a frightening thought. So you don't want to be just you don't want to be ground into dust, right? Even if it's like on your future daughter's neck, you know, necklace or something like that. Yeah, I'm not trying to change a decision. Right, it's at least like you know, for the most part, I would hope that I would just be in that stationary spot. That's where I'm, you know, laid to rest, and that's just what it is. Yeah. If I'm in, you know, a necklace or whatever it is, I'm being moved around, and there's a strong chance. I'll definitely just wither away because someone could lose that. Somebody yeah. can just spill a whole bunch of bottle, you know, of wine on it because they're having, you know, a hard time. Like, it's so easy that's, for me to disappear completely. That's a chance. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the, uh, what do you call it? The chances of some kind of seismic shift in the earth are probably a little uh, less <laughs> than. Right. Um, you losing like a necklace or like a. But know. I mean, people can also argue that, like, does it really matter because you're not here anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Reese of the People Talking Podcast. Um, she just posted up something a little while ago. If I die, somebody needs to hack my uh, Twitter page and write out the funeral and be like, appreciate y'all coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> You get a you get a notification like right after the funeral. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be awesome. I do. I, I, I want a fun funeral though. I, I do want music. Play. I want like a jazz funeral. Like I don't want no. You know, I don't want. I want to be sad, man. Like remember yeah. me, man. Like you know, everybody got different wishes. I you think you got to put that thing, those things in your will though, because people will do what the fuck they want to do. Right. You know, if you could save yourself and one other person, who would it be? These questions. So what I think about on the train. Wait, you're talking, like, I have to save civilization or it's no, just, like, I can save this one person. Just one person. In a in a catastrophic um, incident. There's one person. I mean, can, can I just, like, keep it, like, at, at whatever time this decides to happen, just one of my family members. Like, it, I'm not even going to pick mm. which one. I want it to be one of them. Whoever, like can make it to the storm with me it ha- like i would just want it to be one of them and i feel like i don't want to be biased and say one or the other and then god forbid one of my family members hear this and they're like oh you want to save me <laughs> and everybody's in their feelings it just just one of them <laughs> oh that's how you feel huh yeah and i'll keep it just just my immediate family like so my I won't mom save you. dad and my sisters and my brother one of them i'll keep it there to help it kind of like not be so Man, even 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 doing that excluded like all your little nieces and cousins. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends on who would be there. But if it was like me oh. and my family, I. But I just, I feel like my parents would, obviously prompt for the kids to go because that's just like how my family would uh-huh. probably operate. I can see my parents doing that, and um, my phone is so popping today. <laughs> um, yeah, but I feel like they would opt for me because I'm the youngest. So like in my family, I feel like I'm in part of people's wills and stuff already because I am the youngest. Yeah. So I feel like a lot is always towards me and they might pick maybe my other sister that's closer in age. Okay. But I mean, I don't, I wouldn't pick anyone specifically. It would just have to be someone of my, my immediate family. Okay. Make it, that's, that's clean. I appreciate it. Appreciate you trying to get everybody happy. <laughs> well, I mean, I just. Damn, what if you had a significant other? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean that that's kind of hard though because then they technically are family in a way. Yeah. Too, but like whatever that was, you know, husband and wife, like it was a tight. 
But then would two people from my immediate family survive? <laughs> we could play it like that. <laughs> All right, Katie. <laughs> Look, you're giving me these deep questions, and you know I have feelings, and I love people. I know. That's I'm, just, I'm trying to get into your soul, okay? <laughs> you want me to be like, nah, I'll drop my mom. Screw her. She ain't nobody. Like, that's what you're trying to do. She ain't nobody anyway. (laughs) She lived enough. (laughs) Leave my porcelain queen alone. She did nothing to hurt you. Guilty pleasure. Food? Is that a thing? Because I eat a lot of it. Are you, do you feel guilty? Um, the fact that I tore up that Hershey with almond bar today, uh, kind of because I should be on a whole diet, but I mean, I don't go in on sweets, but like kind of, Uh but just food in general, like, did I need this pizza? No, because I ate that entire chocolate bar. I also go ham on Doritos. Hmm. Doritos. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We could definitely say it's a guilty pleasure if you... And like, Doritos in that nature. Ratchet TV <laughs> is probably like my guilty pleasure. But you be watching uh HGTV and Food Network religiously. No, you be watching the ID, the Discovery, what is it, ID? Yeah, I, I don't think that's a guilty pleasure. That's like regular, just yeah. like part of my life. Oh, okay, okay. Gotta that's be in the saying. know. <laughs> okay. I, I got you, I got you. My guilty pleasure in terms of like food though is probably anything that's like sour. Like sour candy, I love pickles. Like I go ham on sour candy. Let me tell you, actually, story time. Um, <laughs> Let it be known. This, this is my how real my guilty pleasure is. So, do you know Warhead the candy? Like the little yeah, 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 hard yeah. candies? Okay, so it's sour. So, I'm all over that. So, they have a spray that you literally just, it's a sour spray that you squirt in your mouth, and it's great. So. So nasty. Me being... The weirdo that I am, I went on a mission to find these sour sprays. It's not like in all the stores. So they are in five and below, if you were wondering. Okay. And I go and get the sour apple one. I rated two five and belows for all of their sour green apple sprays. It's, it's five It's five below. I mean, what did I say? Five and below. Okay, Monty, get out of here. Nobody sure. needs all your OCD. I'm just saying, your, your, your Spanish side Chill. came out. That Spanish side that wasn't on your <laughs> DNA test. <laughs> well, Spain Spanish is in there. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. At me. At me. <laughs> Anywho. But that's what I did because that's how obnoxious. Like, when I really want something, I will really go on that quest and mm. find it because it's clearly food and I'm there. All right. That's, that's a very clear answer, man. I, you know, I didn't know I didn't know you'd be so uh, open about, you know, just, just food. Me being fat? Like... <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. You're not fat, bro. Oh my gosh. I watched 600 pound life to put my life in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Hold on. Do you eat watching 600 pound No, I don't. Oh, okay, because okay. I just look at them and I feel so bad because I can't imagine not being able to, you know, walk and run and jog. Really, like some of them, they really have like depression. Was, I feel so bad for them. Depression's real, man. Depression's real. I, I mean, at what point do you decide to get help? Is the question. But right, I just. But seriously, when I start wanting to eat see, everything, I'm just like, chill, okay, chill. Yeah. When I see people like that, I'm just like, Mm-mm, nope. It just, it just motivation to not be like, that. <laughs> like don't get that. I way. mean, but if you hear their stories, like people have been in some crazy situations, but you know. Glad they're on that path to a healthy lifestyle because you can have weight on you and still be, you know, yeah. healthy. Yeah. But some of those, like when they have to get like their skin removed and stuff, I'm like, that's that's just excruciating. A lot that you have to do to just get to that point, and then you kind of have to reconfigure your body. I just, I feel so bad. I'm always just conflicted 
with happiness and healthiness in my head because <laughs> I, I, look I know at, what you mean yeah I, I, <laughs> I look at like all these vegans and stuff like that whatever and you know, everybody's running all the time and i'm like what if you get by a bus tomorrow like are you gonna be happy the whole time you've been doing this or do you want to <laughs> indulge and live a, a decent life like yeah like i'll be happy living to 70 i'll be i'll be cool you know i would like to live probably more than that like i mean nobody thinks about what when they want to die but like I don't, I don't know. I'd rather just be happy <laughs> the whole time. So, I mean, it's just a balance. I mean, you want to be healthy. And yeah. sometimes being healthy makes you happy. But sometimes just doing it, do, overdoing it just, like, makes you sad. Like, like yesterday I took the day off yesterday just because I'm like, I need to reset. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody you know, needs that. Um, work isn't everything. So, what do most people misunderstand about Katie? Um, that i'm a bitch really yeah i mean because i don't think oh yeah people and also that i'm stuck up okay and it's more so like i don't think i ever kind of oh well sometimes i do people saying that you're you're stuck up probably just because they think that you're pretty and they don't know how to talk to you like that's that's the easy that's the easy like little go-to pussy move that dudes right well and then also someone said that they thought i was an only child so i don't know if i like seemed spoiled or what but i'm like laughing because that honestly i didn't even take it as an insult i was like you know i'm doing a great job at not letting everyone see everything that makes me who i am because if you really knew what my life was made of you would absolutely not think that i was a single child i've been through things i haven't been through the worst things but i have been through things i just don't always put everything out there for everyone to see because i don't think that some people are always necessarily worth the time the best of me i could see somebody saying you're only child just because uh, i feel like you're very uh responsible and mature like it, it does seem like you have like everything handled on your own well, I had, but it's so crazy because it, it's my upbringing that made me mm-hmm. like that. I just, I wanted, I mean, I, I'm i not going to say that I had a terrible upbringing, but I, I can say that I, I've seen some struggles in my day. But from a really young age, I always wanted to not make that my life. So that whole responsible mindset or, you know, however you want to look at it, I just knew that I had to be in that mindset to get the things that I wanted, particularly for me. Yeah. And I that was just the way that I thought I I should go about it. And I think it has worked out for me because I'm very humble. I'm also not very materialistic because I didn't always have a bunch of things. I had everything I needed, but I didn't always have like all the, the extra things. Right. Like I'm always late on the game with everything. Like music, TV like and you know that. I'm always late because I was always late growing up on everything. Like yeah. I didn't have those things until years later. And I mean, there's people that I've talked to that, that understand where I'm coming from with this, but I don't, and actually even from like that college experience and dealing with all those different kind of personalities, I just, I've learned to kind of like, you know, people watch for a little bit. So not everybody gets to hear my, you know, life story Yeah. because there's just some people you get vibes from people. Mm-hmm. Like when I get weird vibes from people and I just don't think that we're going to mesh well or whatever, like I'll still give people a chance. Cause I think at least you should get to know them first, but vibes i feel like are everything and when you really feel those in your gut like you're probably right about how you feel about things yeah yeah trust because yourself. i have gotten you know some not so great vibes about people and i'm glad i did because 
some of these people turned out to be snakes they, and i'm they glad proved themselves to you right and i'm glad and i'm not going to sit here and reveal personal details about my because i don't really go into detail about like my upbringing my family and like only to like my close friends because that's who i'm comfortable with like i don't think everybody needs to know that side of me not that i'm trying to hide them from the world like drake you know but um <laughs> i just like that's really personal to me and it means a lot to me so i don't like going into intimate details about my life with just anybody like i have to really build like a trust with you for you to see that side of me gotcha so i'm not gonna be fake i'm gonna be myself but like i don't think just because i've known you for two days you need to know how my whole upbringing was like you can learn about regular stuff because even at my job a lot of people don't know like that i even have siblings like my dating situation they don't know things like that because i don't feel it's necessary there's a lot of gossip Uh i'm not really the biggest fan of with the gossip especially in the workplace but just generally in life like i mean i don't think you've ever really seen me to be a gossipy kind of person like i'm very low-key i'm very low-key and i've always been low-key ever since i was a young tot yeah you're not broadcasting your life i just i don't i just i've never been like that and i mean I'm not saying that I haven't listened to gossip because people love talking to me. I met a whole stranger in a Wawa parking lot yesterday because people love talking to me and telling me about their life. But even though they do, I don't spread their business out there either. You're a vote. I think people can sense that sometimes. I I am. They can confide in you and they'll know it. But I hear that a lot, though. Yeah. So I'm like, I like that. I'm, I hope that people would think that I'm approachable. And it's not that I don't want to give people stuff either. Like, you know, once you build that whole relationship, like, oh, you know, we'll talk about <laughs> things. I'll talk about things. But I also don't want to sit there and confide in somebody about the personal details of my life. And then I tell them something like, for example, about my family. And then they start judging my family and all that stuff, because that's going to make me feel some type of way. Like, right. I want this to be an open talk, you know, hopefully not you know, like a judgment-free kind of zone, like you're going to have your own opinions. And, right. you know, I would hope people would check me if I'm not doing something right or if there's a way that I can be better because I always strive to be the better versions of myself. But sometimes you really do need those people to put you in check because you're in your own head sometimes thinking, oh, this is Gucci, but some people can see the potential in you. And you've called me out on that plenty of times about the potential that I refuse to see in myself oh my God. in some ways. <laughs> but I'm telling but that's why... When I'm comfortable with those people, they know who I am. I don't have to explain myself to them, but they, you know, kind of push me in the right direction to see myself in a different perspective that I guess I don't want to admit to myself. Well, you've just moved up one of my questions. (laughs) 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 These are the more, I broke these up like between the fun ones. That is so many words. My God. I broke it up between the fun ones and the the more serious ones. You must have been in your feelings. Were you listening to that? What the, in my feelings? <laughs> you know what's crazy? And I, I haven't talked about it on my podcast yet, but I will probably Sunday. Like, nobody's, nobody in the world is going to know more than 30 seconds of that song. <laughs> like, there's so much good song to that song. There is. Like, listen to the whole song. Like, there's a lot of changes in there. Like, it's pretty good. There is. And nobody's going to know more than Kiki. I listen to the whole do you song. you love me? Are you riding? Are you never, never? Yeah, all that. Nobody's I listen to this, the whole song still. Do you so. like the album? Um... Oh, I oh. prefer you the... Like, you like the 13 songs that you picked out the album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like a, a couple of the singles. I prefer the more rap side of it than the, the singing ones. Honestly, I just had to admit to myself like two days ago that Nice For What is a really good song. Because <laughs> I was so clouded with the... It is a good song. I was so clouded with the Lauryn Hill sample. I'm like, man, it's a cheat code. Everybody knows the Lauryn Hill sample. Like, you know, he's, like, he not even rap. Like, she's the sample throughout the whole song. Like, she's not, he's not even, like, he has, like, four words. He has, like, four bars in the, in the song. But I'm like, <laughs> I just listened to it one day. I'm like, yo, it just hit me. I'm like, this is a jam. 
Like this thing is like really jamming all the way through. Like I like the beat changes, the switch up, the the Nola flow, and you know, you know, you know, you know. Do you have any insecurities? Um. Yeah. Are you serious? But I definitely need to lose weight because I definitely have gained a little bit more weight than I wanted to in these past two years. Don't even sort. But for real though, I I really have. I my shape could be a little bit better because mm-hmm. I'm shaped like a seal, and that's okay. And so, but I'm not like depressed a, about it. I was but gonna make a seal sound, but I didn't. <laughs> I would like to change that. <laughs> Do you um, look at yourself in the mirror and hate yourself? No, never. Okay. No, I'm glad to you don't be have living like this a... life every day. But there are things that I wish that I could change. Man, fat life is fun, man. I it. I just know that I can look better. And the fact that I can't fit in some of my clothes is kind of stressing me out because I pay good money for those clothes and I need to, like, get my life. And then additionally. That's, that's the part that hurts. Right. And I've been, like, into makeup. One, because I really like it. And then, two, it's for a legit reason. Like, I still have acne issues and I'm damn near 30 and it really irritates the hell out of me that I still have to deal with acne issues Uh so that's an insecurity because i really thought by this age i wouldn't have to deal with it as much like i don't mind a pimple here and there but i like have full-fledged acne at point you don't appear as insecure about your face as you as you may think though i mean you put you definitely put your bare face out there on instagram which i appreciate yeah i mean i like makeup but also in the summertime i don't wear as much makeup as i'd like to i mean on some occasions i do but my face is going to break out more if I do that. So I just kind of have to go with it. I mean, no one's ever really been like, get out of here, acne Katie. He's saying. <laughs> but I mean, but they're actually, speaking of makeup, there was one time though that um, this guy told me that I probably would look better with makeup. So I was like, cool. Well, Don't hit me up ever again. That's unsolicited. <laughs> and that's unsolicited advice. Like, uh, but he wasn't even fly though like i don't even understand i don't understand like if he was super fly i'd be like you know what you understand but he what we were first of all we were about the same height and i am pretty short so he had no audacity <laughs> to come at me and come at my neck because right. i'm not gonna even be rude and say anything about him but i didn't i was just like okay bye you weren't worth my time to begin with <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, you know, I but I you know I appreciate people too who are like, oh, you look so good without makeup. Thank you, thank you. So you other look, people out here don't appreciate me. <laughs> so it's funny. I have a similar situa- situation, but I, that's why I said he had un- unsolicited advice for you. Punch him in his face. Would you like, <laughs> would you like another glass? Kind of getting litty. <laughs> You could pour it. I like the way it's probably going to sound on the mic. Like it sounds like popping. Oh my gosh, this is like when you do that whisper. Is that is that is that a thing still? What the the whisper? Oh oh, what the? That's yeah. That's going to be a great little outtake. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's going to be me falling on the ground. Because I'm sorry, all you hear a thump at the end. Yeah, I'm sorry Dude. if the chair gets into this because it's a little not even. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> um, but back to the insecurities. Um, yeah, no, something similar happened to me. Like the, the girl that I did go on this trip with <laughs> back in '96. <laughs> back in '94 was a long, long time ago. Hey, hey! Don't let the record skip. No, she asked me like. You think I look better with makeup on? And if you know me. Like, Mussie, you're rude I, as hell. Like, I, I could already tell no, that this is not going to be a good like, statement. That's why I'm like, yo, don't be asking questions. <laughs> like, if you know me, you don't. Don't be asking questions. Like, like <laughs> ask no questions. But 
and she said that. I was like, mm. and she's like, <gasps> and I was like, yo, don't ask. Like, I was like, you look good with the make. I didn't say you look bad. Just like you look good with the makeup on. And she's like, you think I'm like, you just look, you look good. I'm just saying you look good. I'm not gonna say you look better because I know that I know a fire that's about to put me in. So I'm like, right, you I mean, know. But don't ask questions that you're ready for. You know. I think makeup definitely can enhance you know, some of your features. My biggest stuff. issue with makeup, period, is like. You know, shout out to Pat Div. Don't get no makeup on my pillow, hoe. Like that's that's all I ever like. I've seen the makeup on my sheets. I've seen the makeup on my couch. I'm like, it's real out here. Ugh. You know, you look good, but damn, I got to clean up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Um, anything else though? Anything else you insecure about? Um, other than your your weight I that mean, could change, your skin that could change. I'm not really insecure about it, but. I- you know, sorry to everybody. I mean, this is kind of probably late in the game, but I feel like my voice is so annoying. So I really do apologize. I can't do anything about it. So it's not that I'm insecure about it. I just feel like my voice is extra annoying. And I sound like I'm five. I'm a grown ass <laughs> woman, though. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. <laughs> Listen, you're fine. You're... I, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I've been telling you this for 10 years. Like, you're... I know, but I just. Your when voice I is he... fine. You can sing. You, you, ha- mm. you have a. You have Questionable. A... I believe, like. I'm happy you know that because I believe in you a lot. I always have, and I, I, st- and I still do. So You're I such really, a great friend, Monte. It's frustrating because you be you be da- down on yourself, and I be like, "But imagine ah, what if we're on like a yacht in like five years? Got to do another speech. <laughs> <laughs> you the best girl. You could do not. <laughs> we I, I could see us on a yacht. Yeah. We wouldn't know how to act on a yacht. My gosh, yeah, we might drown on that yacht. <laughs> I hope French Montana can come though because I feel like eh. he would make it extra litty. Montana, <laughs> I'm trying to think of this, the stupid word he said on uh, the Nicki Minaj song. Damn, I forgot it was. <laughs> I appreciate. Oh no! Oh, oh Nicki Minaj saying Montana song. Montana, <laughs> it was it was funny. It was loud. Can I just say something for um the listeners out here that Monty's hat is extra popping because he's wearing Gerald from Hey Arnold. The black man. Talk about Throwback Thursday on a Thursday. People be staring at me with this hat on, too, and I'll be thinking I'm cute. They're probably just trying to figure out what that was. Because I definitely was staring at you, but I think you were talking, so you didn't notice me. Yeah. No, I'd be like, damn, man, what you look? I'm like, oh, it's the hat. It's the hat. It's okay. It's a starter piece. It's all right. Any addictions that you may have? Addictions? Yeah, that you think. Addiction slash obsession is something that you can't live without, something that you feel like, damn, I got to stop. Um, I don't know if it's an addiction, but I really do need to eat better because that is, I mean, that could potentially be part of the reason for some of my, my acne issues. Yeah. And then obviously my, my weight issues, because I think at a time, like food is just so reliable, especially when you, you're going to go to something that you like. Mm -hmm. So when you're depressed or you're angry, you're going to go to that and that you know, probably could lead to an addiction, obviously. Yeah. And I think, like, at a time, because there was a time I was, like, low-key depressed. And food, it's not that I always went to food, but I made sure to eat the things that I liked. And the things that I obviously crave for is not a whole bunch of celery and carrots. Like, I want pizza. I want chips. I want cookies. Because I know that it tastes good. And healthy food is good. There are, like, there's a bunch of healthy food that I I do like. But some of it It is just... It doesn't fulfill you. It it does, but when you want something that's not your quick, taste buds. like I don't want to sit there and make something when I'm sad. 
Yeah. Like I want something that's easy. And unfortunately, a lot of it's going to be processed. It's going to be the candies and the pizzas, the hamburger, the McDonald's. McDonald's fries are very good, though. <laughs> and I, I will, there, there are better fries out there. Man. I, like I like Wendy's fries, too. Wendy's I like fries Chick-fil-A's are, I like fries. fries better. I like fries. I just like them. So that's probably like, I guess the only thing probably towards like, I guess a sort of addiction. Okay. But I also like... I, I've been trying to eat better. I mean, I have my cheat days, but I don't, I can move myself from not eating bad. Just like, I like drinking in uh-huh. social events too. And I think that I do drink at most social things. Like, I don't really drink by myself, to be honest. Yeah. I drink in social settings, but I'm usually in a lot of social settings. So I'm usually drinking, which also isn't great <laughs> because if I'm trying to be conscious of my weight, yeah. I shouldn't be drinking that much. Not that you know every week I'm a heavy hitter taking back seventeen shots. That's not the case. But but you don't you don't you don't feel that you need it. Like you don't have like I, yeah, I don't it's not like in your blood. Like damn, I need to, right. Like like I don't feel like I need peace. I don't feel like I need wine, but I enjoy it. Like I've been gambling a lot lately, and I'm just like I mean, come yeah. come from Vegas, I was winning. Were you? It's, yeah, and it's not like. It's not the gambling, it's the winning that makes you feel good. It's like, damn, oh, I just want to win. You know what? I kind of have a low key. It, actually, if you're talking about gambling, I mm. love scratch offs. But. Interesting. I know. This is okay. probably partly because of my mom. Yeah. But I do like that whole rise for me because clearly I'm like five and adrenaline from scratching <laughs> off a lottery ticket. Like, here I go. Like, the chance that I could win and the chance that I have yeah. to like figure out things, like that, it's like. I'm here for it. I am here for it. So I probably have spent like not an insane amount of money, but a good amount of money on just scratch offs. But I uh-huh. usually win it back. Yeah. So then I keep telling myself like, oh, I'm Gucci because I'll make back what I paid for it. But I'm not really making a profit. That's, so like, that's stupid. That's the that problem. I'm doing it. But I know that. That's the problem. Because like all the money, all the cash I brought me to Vegas, whatever, like I want it back. Right. So but at least I, there's I not mean, a loss. So I didn't lose anything. But like, but even with, even not losing anything, just going through the steps of winning feels good you know even if it's like money you got to get back right um and like i went to you know i went to ace i have to have an excuse to do it and that's that's right yeah that's that's where my line is right now like i went to ac for my grandmother's birthday shout out to you love you um and they left and i was like well i'm down here i still got my parking (laughs) so yeah about to make the best of this so i just walked the boardwalk boardwalk is really long i did not realize how long that boardwalk was I right. walked like really far, like I walked to the end basically, from from Trap to um to uh, Hard Rock Cafe. They got down there now. Got um, some exercise. It's a long, it's a long walk, and I just stopped at a couple casinos. I stopped at Caesars, won a hundred dollars, and like left. And I was like, my my thing is now, like, if you hit your number, leave. Yeah, I when I go to casinos because I'm not like on the tables. Like I usually am like standing near my friends that are at the tables, but mm-hmm. I'm like I don't really know how to do all of that. And people are like really particular about the casino yeah. like mannerisms and stuff. And I'm not it, trying to be involved it's in real. that because the, because the only money I lost was at the casino that I like. I'm like I, I only play roulette, and the yeah. only money I lost I went to the trap and I was like. I don't like this table. Like, I, like I knew yeah. I didn't like the table from the beginning, so I left and tried to find something else. And then, like, I couldn't find anything. I was like, and then, like, no, I left. I got. I literally got. This is why I'm like, I have to like check myself because I literally walked away, got in my car, just because like I thought the time was about to run out on the meter or or whatever. And then, like, I realized there was nobody there, and it was late. I had to work the next day, and I'm just like, I was in my car, like, ready to go, and I'm like. 
I just I'm, I'm gonna just walk over there real quick, <laughs> <laughs> like, and lost forty dollars and left. <laughs> so, yeah, I after I, after I had a good time. I you know I, I won one hundred dollars at Caesars, spent it on the strip club. Cause I was just I just want to ask fun real quick. <laughs> of course you did. I was like, oh why not? Because I mean I was there. That's the best strip club that's in Jersey. Right. Um. So I'm like I'm gonna go there real quick and then you know had a good time. I'm like all right, let me try to make some more money up and then. Once the fact you get in your head, like, let me make some more money, that's where shit goes left. Yeah. Um, but anywho. <laughs> um, so no, like, shopping addictions, no, uh... Oh, you know what? I'm a damn liar. So, <laughs> I have, like, a thing with, like, sales. Yeah. But I'm, like, I live in clearance sections. Like, my life clearance is just... Is shit. For real. So, yeah. you know what? You're probably right about... The- Thank you, Monty, for checking me because I got a whole bunch of bags on my floor right now. <laughs> so the thing is, like, I don't spend necessarily hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh-huh. on, like, high-end things. Like, I'm getting mad stuff for $30. Like, I have basically a brand new wardrobe because I'm so cheap, but, like, not at the same time. But I, like, live for these deals. And then additionally, <laughs> I, don't, I definitely get made fun of for this because I buy really ridiculous things. And I reason in my mind, like, yeah, I'm going to use this later. I got to get it now because it's so cheap. I have an insane amount of decorations and I have an insane amount of shoes and clothes because I got them, a majority of them on sale. Yeah. So that probably, you know what, that is probably my low-key addiction is decent sales. You do be couponing too. Yes, I do coupon. I actually haven't been on it as much as I used to be, but I do coupon. Still out here in these streets. But you wouldn't consider that an, an obsession. I mean, I think just sale and clearance shopping is probably is one of my obsessions because I have definitely like gone back to stores to get more of a product that was like a really good deal because I try to like rationalize that I'm going to do something with it or I'm going to give it away or yeah. something with it because it's so cheap. Uh-huh. But also like I have an abundance of like things that I use on the daily too. Like when I coupon, I wasn't just couponing for like 37 bottles of mustard because like, what am I going to do with that? Nothing. I coupon for things that I like legitimately use. And like, I have a mild obsession with like natural hair care products because I really love my curly hair. So that's, is it it mild? It's probably not. It's not because (laughs) I like, I can't, I've probably dropped so much money on getting hair care products. Yeah. Like, that is, like, a real thing because there's so many different products out there. There's so many things you're trying to see if it works with your hair. So that could be a mild addiction. So I'm basically just extra obese and extra cheap. <laughs> That's all I got from this conversation about myself. So you learning yourself. I mean, but, yeah, the, I can't even believe that I just – I was just talking about that the other day. Like, how could I forget myself? I just opened something I bought from Forever 21. Um, <laughs> but I needed it because I rationalized it. <laughs> You're funny. What's your biggest fear? I had another question, but I, I feel like that's appropriate. Um, probably not being successful enough to take care of my immediate family and my future family. You feel like that's a responsibility of yours? Kind of. That you need to? I'm the one who's going to have to do it because they're so much older than me and I'm so open-minded to things. Like, I want to take care of my parents. Where did did everybody grow up? Uh, My parents are from the Bronx. Okay. And my older siblings lived in the Bronx. My other sister after that, my dad was in the military. Okay. Okay. They moved around for a little bit, but by the time I was born, they settled in New Jersey. 
Okay. So they, you know, experienced all kind of things before I was born. So fortunately, yeah. I didn't have to deal with some of that. But I mean, I did deal with some things. But they never put any kind of pressure on you to be like, you know, you're the one that's gonna no, save everybody. Never, never. It's just something I, you, f- you feel. Like I, I understand. I, I put everything on my shoulders too. So your your relationship with both of them are, are good, though. Your mom and your yeah. Daddy. Okay. How long is this interview? I feel like this was not the 30 minutes I capped myself for. Nah, this is a good time. We got. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, we got a couple more minutes. We on like. We're good right now. Oh, you timing it? <laughs> I'm looking. I I know what we do normally, so I don't. I want. I don't want it to be as long. Have you ever been in love? Oh yeah. <laughs> See how that just bounces you back. Because <laughs> I, I was happy I had that one. I'm a thug saying. though. I'm a thug. Really? You out here? You out here in these streets? <laughs> out, here playing, out here playing hearts against each other? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, son. Where'd you find that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely have been. It's a good feeling. There's a lot that comes with it, but it's a good feeling. When was the last time you been in love? Uh, okay. That you could be like, yep, that was love. So, I know this is going to probably be a whole conversation and a debate, <laughs> but I think that there's a difference in being in love with someone and then loving someone. Yes, for sure. Okay, so probably the put, last I put, time I, put ben in love, yeah. I was in love with someone was probably the last time that I was in a relationship. Okay. So that, I mean, but I love people after that. Like, I really, I feel a lot for them, but I feel like once I get into that relationship and I, you know, kind of. When you're in love, you'll do things for people. You'll, you'll... Yeah, and your emotions are uh, pretty intense at that moment because you're like your highs are like really great, but yeah. your lows are like terrible. Like, like it, it fucks you up. Terrible. For a day or like days. that's like depression. You be saying all this crazy off the wall thing. You got to think about yourself. Like, would regular Katie say that? I'll kill for you. <laughs> right, but like when you love someone, you still can kind of have a conscious of your mind. But like when you're in love, you're just like, wow, like. This is insane. But it's like, it's such a great feeling, but kind of like the worst when you kind of hit that plateau or you you guys are no longer, you know, going to be together. Uh-huh. I mean, I wouldn't change that feeling at all, but, you know. Um, it's better to love than to not have loved. Right. To know what it feels like. I mean, last time I loved somebody is 09 probably. And by the year, you could tell what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, so, I know. <laughs> that's and I think about that often because I'm like, it's re- it's really for the moment sometimes, you know. You okay? <laughs> I keep hitting this, and I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, sometimes it's for the moment, though. I mean, you know, you have to take it for what it is. Uh, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't not like to have it. Like you know, it's nice. To, yeah. It's nice to experience it. You know. You know because you know what that was. It's a benchmark for you. It's like you know right. how you felt at that point. And you could uh, validate, evaluate the next uh, situation. Um, Right. But then also, like, depending on how, I guess, I don't want to say, like, how much. Like, I don't want to put an amount on it. But people love you in different ways. So I think in a relationship that you should tell somebody, like, the things that you kind of expect from them. But they also, like, I enjoy when people kind of bring on things to me that I never thought of. So it's kind of like, love me the way that I, I want to be loved. So if I'm like, hey, I kind of like affection. Can you give me some of that? So that might not be their thing, but that's what I really enjoy. So maybe we can find a compromise. But also, let's just say that I 
I don't go to concerts often yeah. because I just, you know, just don't. And I honestly, in real life, I really don't it's, go to that many. It's a give and take. Right. And then they kind of show me those new things. So it's a different uh-huh. love. Like they want me to experience things, but then I also want them to kind but, of compromise with me with the things that I'm, I'm comfortable with because I'm not necessarily, like I'm probably the most affectionate when I'm, like I have feelings for somebody and yeah. I'm in a relationship with them because that's where I just feel like really open and exposed and I want to give that person love. But not everybody's like touchy-feely. I'm not a big PDA person. Yeah. Some people are like that. So you have to kind of find a balance. But I think it's definitely important to point out the things that you want from them and then how much they internalize the things that you say too because people can dismiss things and it's, then it's like you're, you're repeating yourself over and over again. You're having the same argument over and over again and it's like okay you gotta draw the line especially in my older age like i'm just sometimes things just have to be left in the past to move forward yeah for sure and i like if i can't change it you can't change what happened you can still think about that but it doesn't need to be a topic of a conversation on a regular basis like you got to keep it moving because you're never going to move forward and that's past is the past exactly and, and that's where it's supposed to be i'm not saying that i always thought like that but sometimes like it's just i'm like sick and tired of having the same argument like yeah but I can only argue about the same thing so many times. People, people, people dropping things for you, and like you just said, like people picking up things that they don't no, would normally do. Those are real indicators of if they love you or not. Right. Like I agree. If you like you said, you're not touchy feely, or um, or you're touchy feely, but the next person isn't. Right. But they decide because you know this is what you want. Um, versus you know you going out going to events that you wouldn't really go to, but it's what they want. Like it's a give and take. Yeah. And once you like, once you notice that about yourself, and then about them, you're like, okay, there's something here. There's some kind of, you know, we care about enough. enough you, we care about each other enough to actually change, one right? Another. Because you don't want to be. I, that's my biggest thing. I don't want it to be a dictatorship. Like I don't want to be like, you know, right. it's all on my turn. Because then I feel like shit too. You know. Yeah. I feel like crap if I'm like, you know, what? I ain't got time right now. I'll call you when I'm ready. Because like that's that's fucked up. Right. <laughs> you know, it has to be a give and take. You have to understand one another, but like it can't be strictly understanding on one side. Yeah, and you know, if I one of the biggest things that I learned, I think just overall and just relationships. Period. You know, everybody has different personalities. Everyone has different perspectives. So something that might hurt you might not hurt me. For sure. So that obviously can cause an argument or someone in their feelings. Someone, you know, potentially being sensitive or defensive. Because I really believe, like, sometimes sensitivity can lead into defensiveness. At the end of the day, regardless if you understand the reason why they're upset, maybe they really are being sensitive. Maybe you're not being conscious enough of their feelings because you could be extra blunt. But at the end of the day, regardless if you agree with it or not, you still have to respect the fact that that person that you care for is upset. Yeah. So yeah, you have to, sure. you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to back down. Like, you know, I don't necessarily agree with why you're upset, but I'm going to res- respect the fact that you're upset and I'm going to try to make a change. You have to but recognize. That, right. But yeah. that person should also be receptive because if they are, you know, maybe thinking about it a little too much, you explain yourself like I didn't mean it like that. They should at least try to be willing to see from your perspective too, because it shouldn't be one-sided as you said. Right. You know, there could be times where you're really in the wrong. Maybe there's times that they're in the wrong, but they have to see that there could be a wrong situation. Sometimes it really just takes that one conversation of like, this is how I meant it. Yeah. But if you say, this is how I meant it, and they start a whole other argument because they're telling you that's not how you meant it, that for me is like a problem. That's a deal breaker. That irritates me so much. So much. <laughs> for the world to know, this irritates me. Do you hate anyone? There's people that I, I would just rather not be around 
Yeah, there's a couple people. I wouldn't necessarily say that I hate them, but I would prefer to not be in their presence ever. Like, I'm okay you, not being cool with do them. Do you see them often? No, 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 no. Okay. I mean, if I if I run into people, that's the only time I've ever, like, seen one of those people. It's yeah. because they just happen to be at the same place that I did, but I will never make a conscious plan to be anywhere near them. Gotcha. Ever. Because I'm okay not ever knowing what's going on with them. I'm okay with them never speaking to me again. I feel like you answered this other question I had. Biggest regret. (laughs) 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 I feel like that was best being answered three times. Oh, yeah. That was probably my biggest regret. Um, But I think, um, I think honestly, like outside of that, is just kind of not putting my feelings and desires first. Because I think that I kind of get in this really bad habit of putting others before me and I get into these situations that stress me out because I'm trying to make sure other people are Gucci, but I'm missing out on a lot of other opportunities. Yeah, you can't do that. So you're succumbing to your own feelings for somebody else's... Uh... And oh, that still stops me like literally to this day because really? I'm, I'm holding back because I don't want to necessarily make people feel some type of way and it's... That I can... Yeah, that... I tell you straight up, I mean... You know a little bit about me. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, I got some family drama of my own going on here and there, and you know, talking to two counterparts kind of of my family. Like sometimes, you know, you have to talk to people to be like, "Yo, you gotta live your life, man. You can't let anybody else hold yourself up." Like these people, yeah. are, these people are grown people. You know, they gotta make their own decisions. It's not always your job to be the savior. You know, yeah. or to you know, or to make you know. You can't you can't stop yourself from happiness because of somebody right. else. You can't put that on hold. And you know, I I can say I have like you know really great days where I'm like, yeah, I'm about this life. Things are gonna change. And then sometimes I definitely do revert back to it. And I know that I, I shouldn't. And it's just kind of weaning myself out. Like it's okay to think about yourself first. Like you're not going to be a bad person. I think that also weighs on me. Like I'm going to be a really bad person if I don't look out for someone. I'm gonna have really bad karma if I don't consider the this person's feelings or, you know, whatever situation it is. But then ultimately, like, what I try to do to get myself back in perspective, which I need to really honestly just focus on in some, like, spiritual Katie time, (laughs) is just life is so short and I don't want to keep waking up every day thinking that I miss these opportunities to go do the things that I wanted to do because life is very, very short. And I'm, you know, I feel like I'm always in a waiting game for people. (laughs) Yeah, no, you can't. And that is really has been stopping me. But then also, it doesn't help. So you know, I'm I'm already telling you that I feel like I'm a bad person. It doesn't help when you know these particular individuals or events or whatever it is that's stopping you. They're like, oh, you are a bad person if you do that. They they encourage you to think that they they encourage you to feel this way. So then you kind of are like, oh gosh, my biggest fear about this whole situation. You're making me feel that, and it's just like thanks but you kind of have to just kind of get that a-hole set mind like f you in your opinions mine matters more and i'm gonna go do me and i'm gonna be happy because you probably really will be happier after you just do those things and you know it's not even selfish things that i want to do like i want to experience life and i think that i've worked really hard to get everything that i i've got and i deserve to do those things that i can reasonably do at this age like Everything I have, I got myself, and I need to be doing things that I want to do for myself. That was very well said. Hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Right, she, she's Millie Rock, and I can't see that. <laughs> um, 
three more questions for you. Damn, this is the longest interview. I feel like this is when I... The job I'm in now, shoot. I had two one-hour interviews. <laughs> this is what this feels like we'll again. Like, we'll come up in like an hour and a half. An hour and a half? I didn't even know I could talk this much. I'm over here sweating. It's hot. Listen. <laughs> Do you feel like you learned anything new about me? A little bit. Really? A little bit. Oh I mean, my gosh, you think just, I'm like just, wise? No, just a little old? just a little deeper, you know. I don't like so getting I'm, deep because then people get all in their feelings and they want to come to you like, Katie, are you going through something? No, I'm Gucci. Listen. I'll get my Cardi B, okay? Your biggest success. Success? Yeah. Ooh. Um <laughs> my biggest that's so hard. Um What do you what do you wake up and be like, damn man, I did that? You know what? I think living on my own. Because okay. for me, I, I just think that it was really important for me to do that experience, you know, living by myself. I, you know, did have a roommate before. Uh-huh. And then also I did live with someone I was in a relationship with. But, you know, I've been out on my own now for um, a couple of years. And proud of you. Thank you. And I just it's such a great feeling to know that everything you have, you did it yourself. I mean, what? I'm not saying that it, it's necessarily easy because bills can like yeah they, pile up. they can suck off somewhere, but that's like the the most stressful part because finances obviously you have to navigate through all of that, make sure you can pay your bills, and you know I wouldn't trade living on my own for anything. The only thing I wish that I could do more is just like save more so I can go travel because I feel like that's something that I'm really missing in life because yeah. I have to kind of weigh out, do I want to live by myself or, you know, I can move back home and then I can have all this money to travel. But it that's never, you know, it, it would make me feel great, but I just, I feel like I'd be moving backwards. backwards. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't consider that because let's just say like, you know, I get married and I want to get a house and I can save a buku money. Yeah. I might consider going back home for that that year to get money but i'm leaving straight out of it but additionally like my dad said sometimes you got to take one step backwards to take three steps forward right and, and i think that depends on the situation so like my mom does not like what i pay and run she doesn't like any of it and she thinks that i could afford someplace better she's offered me numerous times to come back home and save things and i just think even like when i was 18 years old mm-hmm. i could have went to the community college in my town for free and i was like nah bump that i need to go see what this world is i need to not just, you know, not that there's anything wrong with my hometown, but I'm like, I have to see what else is out here. Like, I don't yeah, want to just stay here. Yeah, I have that. loans that I'm still paying off, but I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. I can always go back home and visit and, you know, uh-huh. see what that life is like. But I can't change that experience I got going to a whole different place. There's different culture up there, different people that I, like, never, ever experienced. And I would never take that experience away. And then when you live out on your own and then you go back home, like, at home, there's different rules and regulations versus when you're living on your own because you're doing your own thing and you become so accustomed to doing your own thing and not having to necessarily have somebody watch over you. Like my, if I move back to my mom's house, they fall asleep like 8.30. Absolutely not. I'm just turning up. You gotta <laughs> you gotta be quiet in the house. You gotta like, You can't yeah. come in late because you're gonna wake up. Thing. And then we have dogs at my mom's house too and they like bark all crazy like. And you're gonna be conscious all that. And yeah, hey, exactly. You know. And I, and that's the sacrifice that I would have to make, you know, to save the money that I want. So it's kind of like you got to weigh out your options. What do you want more? And yeah. right now in my life, I, I'm i okay with my independence, even if, you know, there's times that I wish I had more money, but I this is what I want. Yeah, I understand. Makes sense. Yeah, I fell for that uh, 
community college versus nah mom i want to go and live the world i want to go see <laughs> what's going on out there yeah i know this is free but whatever <laughs> you know but it's, my, a, it's an experience you can't pay for man with, right. all, with all the loans and the stuff that i pay but, I'm still, like, really in a good position, though, because I didn't have to pay for my tuition. Yeah, you're good. But, I, I mean... I had a great four years, man. I won't take that away. Yeah, I'm not going to take... I would have never met you, even though we lived kind of close to each other. Yeah. But I would have. <laughs> and I would have never met Ashley or Ephraim or Morris. Morris, come back home. Yeah, come man. back home. He's in a... Where is he at now? He just touched down and... Damn, I got to check. He just He's in the States now, though. Is he? For a minute. I think road he, trip. I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, that road trip is coming. I feel like he's uh, in college or something like that. Like, he's doing some class somewhere. No, is he? Yeah. I gotta check up on him, actually. Do you want children? Oh, yeah. I want two. <laughs> I want two. For sure. You want two? Yeah. Boy or girl? Yeah, but I mean, if I had two of the same, I would be okay with that. I just would like two. I think two is like girls, a good- Girls are hard, man. Yeah, but I think they can also be really fun. Yeah. So, and I you think it'll be the cool mom, or you'll be, um, or you'll be okay. the strict mom. Mm. I think I'll be both. I could see you being a strict mom because I just the I don't like like even with my nieces and nephews, I don't play when it comes to like being polite and having manners. Like that ish irritates me, and that's probably like when I'll really become a strict mom. On that, like you gotta have some sense of the world. Like you don't need to be rude to people. Yeah, you can act, like if you want something, you can say please. Like not everything is handed to you. Right, 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 right. So right. I don't like that. So I would probably be really strict on that. But I want to be open with my kids so that if they are curious about certain things, that they'll come to me and talk to me first before they're they're out here making reckless decisions. Right. I'm not saying hey, be 17 years old and get mad people pregnant or get pregnant. I'm not saying that because also I want to set that bar. Like you shouldn't be doing that. Wait, like honestly, after college. I really don't care what you do. Like, if you want to have mad kids, you want to get married, I really don't care if you want to go in the military. Like, just kind of have some plan for yourself. Set the road. Because I know, like, when I was... You need to reiterate, don't bring that shit to me. Right, because the (laughs) thing is, if they do get into that situation, I'm going to let them deal with that situation. Like, I wouldn't let, like, my grandchildren necessarily suffer, but if you make this decision, and I've told you about the consequences Mm -hmm. of the decision, if you think you're old enough to handle it, then I'm going to let you be old enough to handle it. So you had no problem kicking them out the house, something like that, if they lay that on their I don't know if I would necessarily kick them out. I mean, it depends on, you know, the mentality of my my child. I have some older, like, 50 year old friends whatever like co-workers and stuff like that like i've we've talked about those things like one of my yeah. one of my good friends from a couple of jobs ago like we went out and she was talking like about her nephews and everything like in the house and like they don't they don't and they want to do is like this ain't your fucking house <laughs> like y'all yeah i gotta get out of here like or, or or play by my rules right and i just i mean i think that they're you know, depending on what kind of situations there is, there's consequences to that. I don't know if I would necessarily kick them out. I can't say because I'm not in that position. Uh-huh. But I know that I wouldn't let them not take the responsibilities. Like, I didn't have those those children. You had those children. I already had you guys. And I took care of you. Sure. So you need to see what this is like if you're going to make those decisions. Like, I know that I would take the time to teach my kids, you know, about safety and all kinds of things. And just like any decision in life, like drugs, alcohol, like any of that can, can succumb young kids. Yeah. And, I mean, for me personally, I didn't really, like, 
mess with like i didn't drink until i went to college right and i'm not saying that necessarily my kids will follow my path like you know depending on who i marry like they could have been drinking since they were 14 for all i know and my kids could think that same mentality uh-huh. but i know kids are going to experiment with things because i feel like there's things that every teenager has done that their parents has no idea that they no did yeah but it's also like how mature is your child are yeah. they still very very young minded where they're like oh nothing can happen to me I can do whatever I want. I won't get into a situation. I won't get in trouble. Or are they going to make smart decisions? Like, I would just pray that my kids would make smart, conscious decisions in anything that they did because I know they're not going to always tell me everything. Yeah. But hopefully I can set the standards in that household, like, the expectations I have on themselves. But it's not only because I'm just like, oh, yeah, I don't like, I don't want my kid to be like this certain person. Like, I just for themselves. Yeah, for sure. So. The world is gonna come at them fast, so yeah, you gotta prepare them for that. Especially early. in this day and age, like when we were younger, like social media wasn't as evident as it is now. Nope. Kids are so exposed to things that I was not exposed to at the ages that they are, and it's so attainable to them. And they will be smarter than you. Like it's happening. <sighs> yeah, but I'm. Yeah. I embrace that. I mean, I want that to happen, but like, yes. I mean, intellectually wise, I would love them to have knowledge, but yeah. in terms of outwitting but don't me, don't you think? Don't you think mm. you're smarter? <laughs> like i've been around playboy <laughs> but i mean i'm not stupid either though because i don't because <laughs> kids try to outsmart you all day That's oh they do best. and i'm just like uh-huh oh yeah like I see, oh yeah I, and I, I I, i'll it. play along with it for a little bit too and i'm just like okay gucci when they become teenagers like i'm sure those lives will be something crazy but also like uh-huh. with the expanding children that are witty like technology is also expanding with that so people are out here watching their kids and tracking them through phones and all sorts of stuff like there's a lot of stuff that's going on yeah that wasn't happening necessarily when we were younger maybe it was just not Not in this capacity yeah in this sensibility so i have one final question for you oh wow cheers (laughs) very proud of you man are you i am because i lasted this long (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm happy you know your head is always on the right on on the right track oh Thanks. I don't feel like you. I don't feel like you let me down with your decisions. Okay. <laughs> because I'm, I'm clearly your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, fuck Mary Kill. Yeah, we not even. You can believe this. <laughs> All right. Well, see you guys later. This has uh, been another beautiful episode of the People Talking Podcast. Had a gracious guest to the very <laughs> end. <laughs> To the very bitter end. You're very welcome. Yes. <laughs> she means every word of it. Um, you could catch Katie where? Oh, I'm on Instagram yeah. at KatieBella24. Holla. KatieBella24. You got another one? Oh, I haven't actually started that one. Why are you my only follower, though? How did you even find me? Because I have nothing on that page I feel page like yet. you just popped up and it's like, That's yo. crazy because I have not done anything with that. I'm still trying to... No, get I, material I, for I it. had a feeling you about to like you know you about to be business minded and do some things well yeah and also with like, well, well from the profile picture I'm like oh okay I see what's happening. did I look like a professional <laughs> yeah, you look very like you got the job <laughs> <laughs> did I good I thought it was a good neutral picture no, to have alright cool that's no snapchat no twitter no oh nothing. hold on um, facebook <laughs> Twitter, I have not been on in years. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. We haven't really been sharing Facebook. I think we've been kind of keeping that private. Uh, I will tell you what my... Like, uh, know us, know us. You might have to cut this in a little bit because I have to find what my Snapchat is. Do you have Snapchat? 
I do. Oh, uh, my uh, Snapchat is Katie Bells with a Z. One Z, 24. Oh, got spicy real quick. Right. Damn, Katie Bella 24 was all nice and pretty. And then you just. Yeah, that's, that's IG. <laughs> and then Katie Bells with a Z, 24. It gets crazy. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Or how, how long is how how long are the Snapchat pictures? I don't even know. Uh, how long? How long did is it, it last? Like thirty seconds. Thirty seconds sounds like a lot. It's probably maybe like it's probably not. See, that's how much I'm clearly not like on Snap. All no, right. it's ten. It's ten. ten I think. Okay. Thirty seconds. I'm thinking of thinking of Instagram. All right. Well, you could catch uh, gracious guest Kate Katie on all those ca- uh, platforms. And uh, yeah, man, it's been a great time. You know, hope to have you back, maybe as a guest someday on the actual show show. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll brief you a question beforehand. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. If it gets serious, but I'm sure it won't again. <laughs> Had to play my card. Um, yeah, man. It's your boy, Monty Styles, a.k.a. Style Baby Look. I don't even know if I introduced myself in the beginning, but Style Baby Look, a.k.a. Monty Styles. Man, I'll at y'all again next week. Um, we're Like I said, we're changing our time to Sunday. For recording, and it will still be out Tuesday, 9 a.m. And uh, yeah, man, holla at y'all. Peace and hair grease. Slow. Bye. Wanna say bye? Bye, guys! <laughs> I hear the people talk.